Welcome back to Flies on the Ball. The season is over. How's everybody feeling? Nervous because the season isn't fully over. Well, disappointed. <laughs> disappointed? <laughs> yeah. How, how's the Arsenal fan feeling? Morose. <laughs> Morose? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I'm feeling relieved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would you say Leeds' escape was one of the best, almost unlikely in recent seasons? Probably not. I mean, we were only out on goal difference going into the last day. Oh, don't ruin uh, the point. I think there's been... My, well, I, I say I say that, but we are the first team since Wigan in 2010-11 to See? survive when going into the last day in the relegation zone. Um, but I don't know, it didn't... It, I mean, it felt like a like, like a major thing, obviously, because we were so in there, but points-wise, it doesn't feel like a massive escape. I mean, we finished three points above Burnley. But you were imploding over the last few weeks. A couple of very silly red cards, not getting points. Yes. The turnaround was, was probably that late goal against Brighton, the equaliser. Yeah, quite possibly. The cu- cu- couple of things helped from other games as well, like, for instance, Mings just somehow stopping uh, a Burnley shot going in on, in Burnley's game in hand. Um, but yeah, no, we did. We did sort of implode a bit. So, I mean, there were games we weren't really expected to win anyway. It's that meme. We weren't expecting much, but holy f- Yeah, like the Arsenal game. Yeah, like, I think, was it was it Ailing in, in the Arsenal game yeah. and James in the Chelsea game? Yeah. Just unnecessarily flying Two in. very silly tackles. Because mm. Ailing just got a straight red, so he was out for the rest of the season. Yeah, and then James did the game after. Yep. In, yeah. Around the same time stamp as well. This is like 20 minutes into the game. Programmed to self-destruct. Yeah, I, I, I guess I guess just emotions running high. Thankfully, it didn't it didn't drop drop us out drop us out of the league. Uh, we, but we did reach 100 cards. In fact, I think we've reached 100 yellow cards. Nice. Mem- memorable in some way, then. So, yeah. It's a remarkable number. Not all bad. <laughs> dirty leads. Dirty, dirty leads. Do you think that Jesse Marsh is now going to be backed properly this summer? I think probably. I, I think the board can't afford to not get any, anyone after uh, what happened last season. After last season, we brought in Daniel James and we brought in Firpo. Firpo, a direct replacement for Alioski. So we didn't really strengthen anywhere. It was more one direct replacement and then one extra player who Bielsa really wanted. So I don't think they'll make that mistake again. I don't think they can afford to because I think the fans have lost patience with, with them. So I think they need to be quite careful. Even so, 38 points, considering all the injuries we've had this season, is pretty damn impressive and normally would be far from the relegation zone on the last day or at least yeah. as indicated over the last few years. So, you know, not all bad. I, th- I think the fact we stayed up in, in the circumstances is, is quite remarkable. It does help, uh, though, that, you know, Watford and um, Norwich kind of confined themselves to relegation pretty, um, sorry, consigned themselves to relegation pretty early on, um, yes. especially Norwich. Norwich from day one, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think, so looking at our, we, 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 all, we all did our own table before the season started. Uh, we did. Looking, looking at, what what we thought things were going to wind up at. Every single one of us had Watford and Norwich in the drop zone, which yeah, I mean, we, we expected it from the start, right? Sam, you put what you put Watford bottom, but the rest of us put Norwich. Yeah, I I put <laughs> put Watford bottom and, and Norwich one above. I thought, well, Norwich got promoted as, as in in first place and and Watford second. I thought, oh come on, they've got they've got to at least be better than Watford, right? To be fair, yeah, apparently not. you and James <laughs> got all three correct. Not in the right order, but you got all three correct. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised at that. I didn't I didn't actually think Burnley would go down, but then again, I did put them 19, so maybe I did think that they would go down. <laughs> but but I, I guess I guess I thought that they were going to kind of because um, they have done this a number of times, they would save themselves from relegation. But then they sacked Deitch, and so that yeah. was really the beginning of the end for them. I I know someone who could help them get back up into the Premier League. Sean Deitch. Sean Deitch. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I I also looking at our predictions, which are. Not always accurate. We all put Southampton very n- near the bottom. I even put them in the bottom three. Oh, yeah, mid mid table it gets just it's just a mess. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> yeah. that, given how we all put Southampton near the bottom and they did finish near the bottom, are they going to be in the relegation battle next season? I know it's a bit early to say, but well, d- are they going to have Hasenhutl next season? True. Yeah. Are they going to strengthen their current squad? They can't rely on Ward Prowse uh, free kicks. 
can they? Don't know. Maybe. I'd, I'd assume they'd go out and buy a bunch of players, but yeah, like if they're actually going to have any reason, like meaningful impacts, because like, the, who is it they got in the summer again to replace Ings? Adams, that Armstrong guy. Oh, Armstrong, yeah. Was yeah. Adam? Okay. Yeah. Uh, did, did 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 much happen there? He scored some know. goals, but then he didn't play. He didn't play as much. He didn't play very much, did he? It was Shay Ad- Jay Adams and uh, friggin' who else? They have Bro. Mm, as soon as there was a bit where Bro, oh uh, yeah, Bro was starting. I can't you say. But he's name. just out on loan, isn't he? Yeah. From they Chelsea, they don't really seem to have, apart from Ward Prowse, they don't seem to have anyone who can grab the game by the scruff and do what they want with it, get results and stuff. There's not yeah. really much star star power in the team. And I think next season's probably going to be harder in terms of relegation. I don't think Fulham are going to consign themselves to the relegation zone as quickly as Watford and Norwich did. I, I still wonder about that with Fulham, <laughs> just considering their record in recent recent seasons. Yeah. I, well, I, get, I get that, you know, Mitrovic scored like over 40 goals, completely blowing um, Murray and Tony's records out of the water. Yeah, but will but... they use him in the Premier League? Like, didn't last time they barely used him in the Premier League, right? He was just a bench player that came on every now and then, and they ended up being relegated. And probably, what do you expect? You should yeah. throw your best goal scorer away. Although, for the more investing in the future, they've expanded their stadium, mm. built a new stand, so it looks good. So mm-hmm. they've definitely invested properly. Last time they were up, they spent like a hundred million pounds, and made made no difference to the team and went down. So and this they time get, they seem to have invested wisely. Or... And they're getting much money from you for Cavalier. Uh, Liverpool giving oh, off the top of my head, I think it's uh, it's below ten between five and ten might be around seven million. But it, yeah, it's not a loan deal. He's going straight no. to Liverpool. And I saw Klopp um, said he, yeah, he's not loaning him. They're not loaning him back out. He wants to use him. He's going straight, straight in their basket. Yeah, the basically. Season. He um, joins Liverpool on the first of July, and yeah, Klopp believes that he's already got the potential to work with, rather than <clears throat> rather than put out on loan it again. It is a hefty, a chunky front three to break into there. That's it. Five million with a reported. It could rise to 7.7 million with add-ons. But yeah, it, oh, that's the thing. He's really young, so he's got plenty of time to just train with the the senior players and uh, mm-hmm. make a name for himself. You're in. You're still in. You're going to be in every competition. Yeah, he's 19. So, so yeah, young and yeah. If Liverpool, Liverpool won't be <laughs> winning, no one's won the quadruple. Sorry, the quadruple. And Liverpool came fairly close this quadruple. season. The quadruple. <laughs> And uh, I doubt that, yeah, exactly. As you said, Ben, multiple competitions, plenty of game time for him to prove himself. So it's one for the future, definitely. Like with Curtis Jones, who still has already had a lot of game time, and Harvey Elliott, young players who are gradually getting more, more and more game time. He's this one's another one for the future. Yeah, Fulham aren't getting him back. He's going straight to Liverpool. Whether Fulham get relegated or not next season, I I think they're uh, in a better position than they were last time. And I think they'll be harder to put down than hmm. last time they were up. Um, I think so, I don't know. they've got a good chance of staying up the if they stick with Silver, I think. Invest a bit and stick with Silver, because he is a competent manager. What about with Bournemouth? Because they're coming up too. I don't know about Bournemouth. Nat Phillips or Naldini? I feel like Bournemouth could just be, do, do, do an orange. Yeah, I could see that. Do they have outstanding quality in that team? I don't think so. I'm looking at Bournemouth's, I'm looking at Bournemouth's squad now, and... Some interesting, interesting old Premier League talent. There's experience. Ye- ye. I don't know if you can call it. Like, <laughs> I mean, Solanke's played in the Premiership. I don't know if that's experience. Yeah, that's experience. Junior Stanislas, Robbie Brady. Yeah, Great that's player. experience. Who who do you think is going to be promoted out of Huddersfield and Nottingham Forest? And who do you think would do better in the Premier League? Um, I think Forest would do better in the Premier League, but I have a feeling Huddersfield will nick it. Who do Huddersfield even have? I could see Huddersfield getting up, but then going down again. Oh, yeah. They don't have any outstanding quality. But Nottingham Forest, there's something about them. I could see the same with Forest, though, them coming up and then Mm. going back down again. Mm, Possibly, but I think they would go... If they went down, it wouldn't be without a fight. Because that team definitely works. It's a a good team. They wouldn't just collapse like Norwich. Mm. I think think all three of the teams that get promoted will, will go down swinging if they go down. But then again, they'll come cool. up again eventually because the parachute payments just mean, mean yeah. that certain clubs just go yo-yo between the Premier League and the Championship. 
I mean, yeah, yeah. Hence, yeah. hence Fulham and Bournemouth for the ones who are Norwich promoted. Fulham, Bournemouth, Norwich, Watford are becoming one of those teams as well. And even Huddersfield, actually, like Huddersfield yeah. being in the playoff final, they were in the Premier League not too long yeah. ago. It might happen to Burnley yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. The same teams are going. West Brom, think... yeah, West. The same teams going up and down. You look if 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 Nottingham Forest get promoted, they're they're not a parachute team. Leeds weren't, Brentford weren't. That's yeah, that's good. No. That's why it's good to it's refreshing to have different clubs come up, especially big yeah. old big clubs that haven't been up for a while, like Brentford. Um, yeah. <laughs> so go, go, going up our old table, uh, <laughs> none of us had much faith in uh, in in Crystal Palace either. Well, yeah, new manager, different, loads of new signings. I think it was yeah. the fact that there was so many un- unknowns. I think that was the main. And also, reason. just a complete, complete change in philosophy as well. Like I, I saw just now, actually, we, we scored sixty-one goals this season. The season prior, it was forty-one, <laughs> and the se- season before that, it was twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine goals. Uh, ben had had Crystal Palace placed highest. He he put that they get fourteenth, and they wound up in twelfth. So yeah. I don't know, uh, James. You're you're the Palace fan. Or do you think a successful season then? Well, I mean, I, I said disappointing at the beginning because unfortunately, like, um, despite how yeah how good the football's been and how it's been a clear improvement on previous seasons, it still feels like that top ten was very easily within reach, and we unfortunately missed out on it at the final hurdle by losing to Everton in particular. Um, mm. But also just all the near misses, like especially early on in the season, where we conceded late goals to the likes of Brighton and and Arsenal. Um, <laughs> and us, we, we had an yeah, there was penalty. lost to Leeds. Yeah, of course. Um, Don't even mention or, or like um, or like the last minute goal by Chelsea as well at Sellers. There, there were so many of these where we just dropped very easily, easily salvageable points. So to see us like come that close to getting a top ten finish uh, is 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 a bit of a shame. But ultimately, it was definitely a successful season in in the sense that it was a lot funner to watch <laughs> compared to mm-hmm. compared to um, Roy Ball or whatever. Um, <laughs> um, and like um, I mean we've 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 already seen um, the England squad come out, and Mark Gurhey and Conor Gallagher are both in there. I know, I know Gallagher's no longer actually a Palace player technically. But he is there because of his Palace performances, not because of his Chelsea yeah. performances. Um, so yeah, it's nice to see that we've merited England call-ups even with some of the performances of our players this season. And so it just yeah, it just demonstrates an overall improvement. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with Palace and De Vieira next season. Mitchell, yeah, Mitchell also got a call-up I think a few months ago. He's yeah, had a good season. Yeah. Oh yeah, brilliant season. In my opinion, the player of the season for Palace, actually, Mitchell. I would still go Gallagher, but Mitchell has been very yeah. impressive. Or Gurhey. Uh, yeah. Anderson, way. I think, has done well. Yeah. Edouard started well, but kind of slowed down. Benteke's had a decent season. Elise, yeah, Elise is really good. Were it not for his foot and of injuries. Course, and of course, Zaha doing his thing as usual, but actually better this time around. He got 14 goals this time. Uh, he was actually in the top 10 of um, goal scorers this season in the Premier League, which is, yeah, it's great. Joel Ward had a decent season despite his fairly well-known lack of pace. He yeah. coped. Oh yeah, he was a very, very underrated performer, very unsung hero. Same with like Kiate as well. Yeah. It's all round. Yeah, it's... decent season. Yeah, I suppose it's quite telling that there's there's a little bit of disappointment in the season, despite them finishing higher than than any of us had them down for. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, everyone it, predicted it, that Vieira was going to get sacked in um, December. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it it shows a lot of progress, doesn't it? Right, that, yeah. to, to to have done so well. Um, so yeah, really interesting. I, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what Palace do next season. And and how Gallagher, if Gallagher's replaced, um, it's not clear whether Chelsea can bring him back or not. But if they're bought, then yeah, they should be fine. Well, the the, the government have approved their sale yeah. now. So speaking of exceeding expectations, but also but also disappointing at the same time. Well, exceeding ben. them the wrong way. Morose. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> we, well, we we all had Arsenal finishing outside of the Europeans' places, yeah. and they got Europa League. Yes. How do you feel about that, Ben? I was thinking about it now, quietly thinking to myself that, like, how about, like, it's been very noticeable recently that uh, Arsenal fans have been, they've gotten to the stage where they're accepting, like, they're accepting it. And it's, uh, what's the word? It is better than we thought we would have taken it at the start of the season. And a lot, I don't know how, I don't know how to say it. 
they're kind of not looking at it as the disappointment that it actually is because it is it is disappointing after having been that been that close it's not worth kicking anyone out for uh not least Arteta but it's just so like I, it's it's just a just a bit I was going to say tragic that's not the right word tragic <laughs> Tragic. I don't know. I don't know. Finishing, finishing in the Europa League. Oh my god! It was all three spaces higher than last year. It's only because it was Tottenham, and nobody would have annoyed, would have been annoyed if it was. Okay, maybe if it was Man U, it would have been. It would have still been annoying. Being pipped, <laughs> being pipped by Tottenham. It was so nice updating the spreadsheet throughout the season. It was so nice watching, <laughs> watching us like ugh, just a little DNA strand of like <laughs> Arsenal and Tottenham battling it out, and then. I had to come back and do the last seven weeks and it just went just sh- <laughs> completely tailed off. Um, yeah. But so it was, it was it was there for the taking and here on the Premier League table, those two losses, those two in the last three, absolutely killed. Was that down to Arsenal's lack of experience? Because it's one of, if not the youngest squad in the league. Um, I don't really know. Very... I, I don't know what experience. Just a lack of um, game management, maybe, because yeah, again, as you said, it was in Arsenal's hands. But it when was. you needed to perform, you couldn't. Just, di- just didn't. The, the the other side of the coin is 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 Tottenham, who um, that's what I was going to say. The end of the season have been have been really good. I mean, it it basically comes down to the North London derby, right? I mean, it what you finished was it one or two points? It wasn't even that. Game? Two it points in the end. Yeah. Even, it wasn't that. No, no, we, obviously, it, but, yeah. what, it, because you, you lost afterwards, but Tottenham did win the North London derby. Had Arsenal won the North London derby, they would be ahead of Tottenham now. Yes. Because, you know, three points more, they would oh, have yeah, three points left. yeah, but then holding. So it's... Holding. Half an hour and decided to... I don't know what he decided to do. Don't was it for holding? <laughs> or was it... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, and then... But then there was the Burnley, I think it was Tottenham Burnley, where they won with that, like, three minutes into first half injury time, they got... Yeah. Oh, the penalty. Interesting penalty, which... So many little things. Such a bizarre... I mean, Leicester have had... Sorry, uh, Tottenham have had some late-minute, last-minute luck this season. Yeah. The Leicester game stands out mostly. Those two late goals from Bergwijn. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that th- took him from, from a loss to a victory, didn't it, in injury time. That's... Conte's kind of instilled belief, not only... In their own abilities, but what they could do, um, yeah. oh, he's and he's certainly he's made them stronger defensively. He's made players like Ben Davies look like a really solid defender. Yeah, because I, I notice on underneath all the England stuff, there are a lot of people. Well, okay, mostly Spurs fans, but there are a lot of people moaning ab- about um, the omission of um, Eric Dyer, yeah. of all people. Which in previous seasons would have been like, well, yeah, but this season apparently he's been one of Spurs' best performers. Yeah, Conte's made him. Play really well the last few months. Mm. He's up. That's the, I think that's the main difference between Arsenal and Tottenham. Arsenal have a manager who's young and inexperienced and building a project, whereas Tottenham have a ready-made world-class manager and world-class attack attackers. Even Conte struggled at first. Oh yeah, even he struggled. Yeah, it took him time to actually get them going. He got close to calling it quits with them. I think from yeah. based on his interviews and stuff at the time. Um, but no, yeah, it stuck with it and, and turned it around. Uh, it was actually really interesting watching that battle play out, and again went down to the last day, so very tight for the Champions League spaces. Didn't need to be well. that tight. It didn't need to be that tight. <laughs> it didn't. Same with it, Leeds. It, it didn't need. Same with Everton. Like it just like the drama. It was all. It was well <laughs> scripted, honestly. A, ve- a very dramatic se- end, end to the season. And speaking of dramatic ends to the season, Jack, how did you find Liverpool's season? Um, Successful. So far, um, I don't think it hinges upon Paris in a week's time, but that would make it that would confirm it to be a very successful season. Two trophies already is a good season, or very good. For many, most people would say very good, especially compared to the last season, which kind of uh, went off the rim of all people to score ahead of you. Don't expect your goalkeeper to do so. And yeah, last day of the season, Liverpool had Nat Phillips, Reese Williams as their centre back pairing. Both of whom got cuts in that game, so there's a very fairly, and this probably will become iconic, especially if Liverpool win in Paris. A well-known, uh, beloved image of both of those clapping, applauding the fans after the game with uh, bandages over their heads and uh, cut marks. So it wasn't an easy season last season for Liverpool. So this season, the focus was more on 
To what extent was last season a reflection of the reality, or was that just a one-off? Will this season be more like 1819 and 1920, or was last season the start of a decline? But yeah, I think this season has proven that no, last season was a one-off, severely affected by injuries. Uh, started well, but then when you're, it was more. Of, it seemed to be like a three-horse race, but the focus was on Chelsea and Man City. I think partly because of short-term memory, because those two had great seasons last year. Everyone seemed to assume, I say everyone, that's a generalisation, but loads of people seem to assume that Liverpool, because of their uh, relatively poor performance last season, were out of it. So they weren't really f- looked at as genuine title challengers and probably until, until about November maybe. But around November, December, they were 14 yeah. points behind Manchester, Manchester City. So it's, the, the title seemed to be wrapped up already. With two games in hand, the title seemed to, wrap, to be wrapped up because City don't have a history of losing a lead. And Liverpool managed to get get it back to one point, thereby creating an exciting title race. Because had that not happened, the league would have been wrapped up a couple of months ago. So in terms of the, to get back into the title race and finish one point behind City, it looks like it was a t- it was a cl- close race all the way, like eighteen nineteen. But there was a there was a moment mid season where City seemed to be running away. So Liverpool yeah. managed to claw it back, and along the way win both the League Cup and the FA Cup and potentially win a cup treble in Paris. So it could be it's already a good season. You can't complain about two trophies. It could turn into a great season. And the fact that Liverpool was so close to a quadruple, the closest any team has ever been to a quadruple, means that you can't really find room for complaint, really. It's Liverpool have played the most games they possibly could have played, which is the first time they've done it since since two thousand and one. They've played every game they possibly could have played because they've played every league match and they've reached the final of every cup competition they've been in. So they've played over 60 games, the most games they could possibly possibly play in the season. So to win the League Cup and the FA Cup, to come second in the league, one point behind a very good Manchester City side, and to reach the, the Champions League final, I can't find much <laughs> any room for complaints, really. In fact, I can't find any. I mean, that's the thing. You don't want to be... It's one thing, because Klopp likes to emphasise the journey. It's about the journey of trying to achieve great success. And many Liverpool fans have bought into that. It's about not just about winning the trophies. Of course, you all want to win trophies, but it's also about loving the team you support along the way. And it's one thing doing that, but if you're almost worse, it's one thing loving having a great journey in the cup. But if you don't win that cup, then it's still disappointing. So it's all it's all well and good saying, well, we had a great journey, we came so close, but you don't want to be the people who came so close, especially a team. With... So while it can be disappointing, to, well, it is disappointing not to win the league, uh, again, finishing one point behind City after accruing so many points. Context is key. Last season, went off the rails. Limited budget in comparison to Manchester City. Still quite a big budget, of course. And potentially Liverpool could finish with three cups, including the Champions League. So, and potentially we're only 20 minutes away from the title. And yeah, we're, we're really close to the title. So again, the closest any club has ever, ever got to the quadruple. And you're including the great sides of the past, not only... Uh, Manchester City of recent years but Manchester United of 99 the Arsenal side of the late 90s early noughties didn't get close the Chelsea side under Mourinho and even if you go further back before the Premier League no other side has got this close so yeah I'm, nothing I'm to not complain gonna lie, about I'm glad it didn't happen like it just I get I get what you mean it, it's not healthy for English football if one team dominates yeah but from my biased point of view <laughs> it would have been lovely I certainly wouldn't complain if Leeds won the quadruple. But <laughs> exactly, exactly. If another team wins it, you go, "Well, that's not fair. That's bad for football." But if your team wins it, then, well, that's that's uh, more, please. It's like when Celtic win. Remember, you remember when Celtic won the treble, treble in Scotland? Yeah. That's when. It, that's when it. Yeah. We don't get that in England, fortunately. But I get it. I get what you mean. If one team won all four trophies, it kind of makes a mockery of the competitive nature yeah. of English football. I'm- but fortunately for you. It didn't happen. I, I, I suppose it happening once isn't actually that bad. It's what would be really bad is if is if Liverpool won it, got all four one year, Man City got all four the next year, Man uh, Liverpool got all four the next year after that. At that point, it would be like, oh my god. <laughs> that said, Why? yeah, that said, Man City have won the league again. They have yes, Fourth four out of the last five, five years. years, and bang on with their uh, wage bill expectations. Yeah, and were it not for Liverpool, it would have been five years in a row probably. Which is which is that's that's Bundesliga, yeah, that's Bundesliga and um, League uh, yeah. levels of boring. Yeah, but they are a good team. Yeah, I, I, I hope again. I, 
they, I hope they don't win it next year. They're but at Holland. the same time, they are by they are bringing in Holland, which is going to be interesting. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to make them much better because they already get goals. Yeah, yeah, because that was the thing they were missing was goals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they really lacked goals. They almost scored a hundred goals this season, but you know what they needed? They needed an, another goal. They scorer. needed a striker. <laughs> they needed more goals. Another hundred goals with Haaland. They just need someone. Um, they need one player who likes to, who just hates Tottenham. They just need one player to beat Tottenham, <laughs> and that'll. They need to beat the Tottenham they only, curse. What they said that so they were, they lost both games, both games against Tottenham. But somehow, yeah, somehow they yeah. still scored. They still scored against Tottenham. Unlike didn't beat, Palace, didn't beat Palace, Palace though, and didn't, didn't score against yeah, Palace. Somehow. Yeah, but um, uh, Palace were again one uh, unbeaten on uh, Man- in Manchester. Yeah. This is the f- I don't think it was last season, but the season before was the this same. The thing I find with Man City winning the league is that they're, they're such a well-oiled machine, so so ruthlessly efficient sure. that it's kind of it. Uh, it never oil. seems to be there's like uh, it never <laughs> seems to be there's like any level of adversity though with Man City. No, like, maybe a little. Help. I mean, but not the, yeah. the adversity that they faced this season was of their own making, right? Manchester City, well, most all Pep teams want to dominate possession. They need to dominate a, a game, and if they dominate, then they'll win. So whenever Manchester City have come unstuck, it's because they don't dominate the game. So, for example, in Europe against Real Madrid most recently, they came unstuck when Real Madrid kept possession and created chances. City have to dominate a match, which, to be fair, they do a lot. So it's fine. If they dominate, then they're fine. If they don't, then you can beat them. Whereas I suppose in comparison to them, maybe the closest team you could compare them to, I guess in this in this this league is Liverpool. Liverpool don't need to dominate to win. You can they can be under the cosh but and still win. But City and City do this so often it you can't really tell the difference anyway. They need to dominate. They it's part of the yeah, the the way they play. Dominate possession, dominate the game, and then win easily. But yeah, they can be beaten if they if you yeah, manage to Retain positioning, make a few. I chances. think I might just be basing this off of like just my knowledge of you know the wage bills, how like Liverpool are actually fourth when it comes to um, highest highest wage bill in the Premier League, and so like when Man City win the league, you just see it as kind of yeah that's just the minimum really like we expect you to win yeah. the league because I mean if you didn't that that would just be how how did you not considering the amount of money that's poured in. I'm not saying that Liverpool yeah. aren't like a are somehow like just you know paupers or something no but compared to man city <laughs> they they're obviously that they then oh. they don't quite they don't compare quite in the same way i i th- i think personally that's the difference that, that that's why i i think klopp's a better manager than pep cuz pep pep's won the league more obviously hmm. but like klopp's achieved it with less i mean he's, he's still got it with it they're, they're not exactly hard done by Liverpool. No, right? yeah. I mean they're they're still even if they finished in 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 their uh, in 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 the spot where their wage bill is so fourth fourth, they'd still be getting Champions League every single season, right? But um, yeah, I th- I, th- I think that's the difference is is Man City oh. have so many good players on such high wages, and when when they want someone, they just buy them. They don't even really have to think it through fully. Yeah. Like a hundred million I mean, on Grealish, for instance. Yeah, when when he, Grealish didn't play that type of football. No. Right. It, yeah, it, Grealish is more of a dribbler. He's not a passer. Yeah. And he's had to try. And, he's had to accustom himself to what Pep wants. Yeah. It's taken a while. And you know, you know, it's it's he's still a great footballer, and and he's doing okay. But you know, it, it's not someone that was that they bought just to ready slot into their team. It's someone they bought because I don't know. I guess they wanted. <laughs> I don't know whether they wanted him because he's an English player or or because they thought he could play like that. Um, Were they going for Kane first and then that fell through? I don't know. Not sure how serious their interest was in Kane. Yeah. But yeah. Well, they offered British, they, a lot. <laughs> yeah, they can afford to spend that much. Yeah, they they have the money and they can afford to spend that much and not start that player every game. Well, they could. They couldn't start every player they bought every game. There were too many. Um. But yeah, hundred million pounds for a player you can just leave on the bench a lot. Mm. Most clubs, if they spent a hundred million on one player, or well, they wouldn't in the first place. But if they did, that player would basically be Kylian Mbappe and managing the club. <laughs> um, yeah. So the other side of Manchester. 
Yeah, they didn't do very yeah. well, did they? Possibly the worst Man U side since the 70s. <laughs> Most of us put, put them at third. Oh yeah, <laughs> we were completely hey, blown away by this, their purchase four. of. <laughs> they got who did they get? Sancho, Ronaldo, Varane, and Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. This this and is the team thought, that they thought they they thought could storm the league, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They were they were seen as a title. It was seen as a top as a four I mean, team yeah, race. Because like, the thing is, team. they did finish second last season. Then they go out and get a a decent centre back in Varane. They get Jaden Sancho Eesh. from Dortmund. I, I I mean he was decent at the time, you know he was. <laughs> yeah, he was really. It, was well, it, it, it just Europe's seemed like a, it just seemed player. like a real steal for them to get this yeah. four times four times winner of the Champions League. Yeah, oh yeah, just Brian, a sneaky, yeah, yeah. sneaky out then, of nowhere. Um, and then they bring back Ronaldo on top of all of that, and yeah, you just think more of a vanity signing that one to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it it was it was. Yeah, it was fear that Man City would get him. So, so even really. if they weren't going to win the league, um, you. you you could definitely see him getting Champions League, or at least he fought. But then, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> they so bad. They, they almost just qualified for the Conference League. If it wasn't for West Ham losing to Brighton, they would have they would have gone to the Conference League, which really would have been funny and just summed up the season. But I, th- I think the worst the worst of it for for Monday Night must have been their four 0 loss to Brighton. Yeah, God. That well, I think that was just. The, I think it wasn't the fact that they lost 4-0 to Brighton. It was the fact that they lost 4-0 or something similar so often in mm. the season. If you lose... For, in the past, the Ferguson United team may have lost 4-1, 3-0 once or twice at most a season. Yeah. But not so, they weren't thrashed so they, many times. They had times. some terrible results even under Ferguson. But they would usually yeah. bounce back from it. And like the fashion within which they'd lose wouldn't be one of like just complete despair. And like, is there any way back from this? Yeah. They don't capitulate under Ferguson, but they capitulated so yeah. often this season. This, the they results. lost 9-0 on aggregate to Liverpool. <laughs> the results make Someone no has to sense. lose 9-0. They make no sense sometimes. There's a nice there's a nice 3-0 away victory at Spurs. Sandwich. That was the, was that the week after Liverpool, yeah. I think. They bounced back and um, Spurs still had um, Nuno as their manager. Probably, oh. probably that then. Other than Remember that, when Nuno started the season, three wins in a yeah. row, top of the league. <laughs> Those <laughs> were the days. Three nil to Palace. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, this season has, has been up and down the entire way through, completely bonkers. I mean, there's been how many managers have, have we gone through in this season as well? Because there's been a lot of managers there. Fair few. And a couple of surprise sackings as well. I wasn't expecting Bielsa to go from from Leeds or um who did Villa sack? Was it Dean Smith? Dean Smith. Um, I wasn't expecting that cuz they were doing okay. Daishi? Not great, but Daishi boy. Da- yeah, that was a big surprise. <laughs> Solskjaer? No, not surprised. So yeah, Solskjaer um we had obviously I thought uh, it wasn't Rogers. I feel like Rogers at one point was was among the top candidates for sacking. Yeah, th- well, they were suffering, but Le- yeah. Leicester also had a lot of injuries. So there's been quite a lot of injuries again this season. Yeah, because uh, Leicester has definitely underperformed. Yeah, um, yeah, and they, they still managed to get eighth, which not Europe, but they, they yeah. give it a good go towards the end of the season. Considering yeah, I should have brought them in for my fantasy mm. team. I and yeah, of course, Watford went through quite a few managers as well. Does it? Does it? Does anyone remember? Does anyone remember Zisco? No, no one. No one remembers Zisco. What was that? He was their manager um, until October. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, Norwich. Not Nor- Norwich sacked. Uh, was it Farker? I wasn't expecting that either because I thought right. they would just accept their fate and go down, which is what they normally do. But then their sporting director came out and said, "No, we want to stay in the Premier League." Finished his twentieth. <laughs> <laughs> really? Agent Rafa got sacked. Agent Rafa, yep. Agent Rafa almost did his duty. Um, oh, and and of course Steve Bruce. That's a bi- that's a big possible big change to the landscape in the Newcastle takeover. It could be. The that's New my United biggest City. success, yep. by the way, time. with the table prediction was Newcastle. <laughs> you put them as eleven. I, I, yeah, bang on, bang on eleventh. At the beginning of the wow. season, that looked like the worst prediction, but then as the season progressed, it looked more and more realistic, and I'm really happy. <laughs> Really happy. Yeah, uh, okay, I'm not happy because they finished above Palace, but I'm very happy that I got the prediction right. Well, I think I think Eddie, Eddie Howe need, needs a lot of credit. To be fair, he does. Cause, yeah, 
New- yes. Newcastle were rooted to the, they were below Norwich. Yeah. And they, they had their they, win. They, yeah, they hadn't. Their win record at this season, this calendar year, was as good as any of the top four. Yeah, it. it I, I, I know this. this well, they most, spent some a lot of the top of money in, in 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 January, but yeah. but still, to to go from dead bottom to eleventh yeah. is pretty impressive. And not all of that money was spent on players who made a difference. I mean, Bruno played a few games. Um, Target Target did well. Yeah, Trippier was out. Uh, Wood. Chris Wood did nothing. I think the biggest, the best, their best signing was what's his name now? Brighton, Brighton, Dan Byrne. Brighton, I think that was the most important signing. Him and Target did fairly well, but the others didn't play a lot for various reasons. Wood played a bit. Wood, Wood was really nothing. just bought to tank Burnley, and to be fair, it worked. Uh... If we take Wood, then they may sack Dyche, and then they go down. <laughs> Damn. Well, they did, but but Burnley never really replaced. I mean, they got uh, Veghorst right, but they but he he hasn't. He has Veghorst was good. He just didn't was he? for some reason. He didn't start scoring. I mean, he is good. <laughs> he, he was good. Yeah, he just he didn't, didn't. He didn't score. What, he what just did didn't do the football. He just didn't do. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't do the footballs. That's all. That's immaterial, really. I mean, he's a good player. They just didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Benteke. Um, so yeah, no, New, Newcastle did really well. It will be interesting to see how uh, if they if they break into the the the, the very top with, with all the money, or it'll take time. I think if they become another Everton. <laughs> no, I think they'll stick with uh, Eddie Howe for maybe a year or two. See if they can bring it, if they're bringing in enough quality, and then they've got the money. They're ambitious. Get Pochettino or Mourinho or I Benitez, wonder, someone like that. I wonder if they'll get some sort of a statement signing like Man City did. So when Man City got taken over, they got Rubinho. Yeah. And I, I just wonder if, yeah, Newcastle will do something similar. Maybe not Mbappe, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To what extent are Newcastle looking at the City model? How City did it? Are they copying that? Are they doing yeah, their own thing? Copying. I am interested... <laughs> yeah, probably. So they'll probably get Robinho. Whatever they're doing, their third kit for the next season is the Saudi Arabia. Kit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's not even an yeah. exaggeration. It and literally does. This, this, this is this is this Subtle is the F. one thing I don't like about about Eddie Howe is he refuses to even engage with those kind of questions. And Newcastle have gone to training in in Saudi Arabia. Um, uh, he he was asked about about all the beheadings when they had all those. Uh, executions in one day and he just completely ignores it and it's like fair enough it's not to do with football but football is quite political especially especially when your employers are literally the state of saudi arabia yeah and obviously there's only so much you can say but to just completely ignore it and blow it all off and pretend it's not a problem when it is mm. i i don't like that i mean i, I don't know oh. how much managers could get away with saying, but I'd have respected him a lot more if he if he engaged with the conversation. Like even with this shirt thing, he's just like, "Oh, we're aware." Great, well done. You're aware. <laughs> if he had tried to, I have a feeling he would have been sacked. And this is his biggest opportunity. He might have been sacked. So the New- New- Newcastle probably would have would have dropped like a stone. <laughs> Damn. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like. You know, he he's doing a good enough job that I don't think he has to completely shy away from from everything. Not completely. Don't, don't not engage with it. Acknowledge this issues. I just noticed. Oh, sorry. I was I was just going to say that in spite of everything, I've just noticed that Palace are finishing a similar position to Newcastle again. We do this almost every season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Le- Leeds finished. Uh, I think on the same points. Um. Uh, on. Uh, as Everton last year, just ahead of them on goal difference, and this year we're one point below them. <laughs> Complete opposite end of the table, but we're right next to them. <laughs> Again. Unfortunately, Arsenal aren't just above us this time. <laughs> well, you wanna, do you want to talk about Everton? Yeah, yeah let's, let's talk about Everton. They've not had a good season either, have they? Agent Rafa almost got almost. the job done. Almost. Oh, almost. So close. He his appointment was ridiculous. The I know he likes to I know he lives on the, in Merseyside, but why on earth did Everton appoint a former Liverpool manager who has in the past said that Everton are a small club? First cup? time in a hundred years or so, wasn't it? Yeah. There re, there's a reason managers don't normally manage the same yeah, the two clubs in the same city. Will will Lampard still be their manager next season? I think Lampard won't survive next season. Or if he does, he won't survive the season after. 
because he has no experience at a relegation battle and the squad's really bad. They stayed up because of Goodison, not because of the team. I, I think they stayed up because, because Palace threw it away. Yeah, sorry about that, lads. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well... Hubris on Palace's Well, part. I mean, if, if they hadn't beaten Palace, they still would have been above Burnley, but you don't know if, if them losing that game would have given Burnley a bit more confidence going into the last game or, or what, because yeah. there's more avenues out of the relegation zone at that point. Um. So you don't, you don't. Still speculation, of course, but yeah, uh, I, 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 so, I, I so think, ordinary. Yeah, it's technically not finished yet, even because of all the legal action. There is legal action, and True. I don't think Leeds are letting it go just because they've stayed up, and that makes me happy because they shouldn't, because that would be really a dick move. Just oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try and sue, or we're go, we're gonna try and uh, you know we're, we're we're pleading the case that this is unfair just because we're going down is. A load of rubbish. Hmm. Everton has spent so much money over the last few years, and it's lost. got them nowhere. If anything, they've got worse. And the team, the squad, is just full of ordinary full of players, fashion merchants, and Lampard, GQ fashion <laughs> assholes like Calvin Lewin. He shouldn't even pick a career, man. Pick a career. <laughs> and Tom Davis is that his name? Tom Davis more more interested in what he wears than playing. And they brought they brought Deli Alley in just to, I don't know, annoy Simon Jordan. <laughs> Yeah. It, it is. It, it, it's bonkers the amount of money that they've lost over the last over the last uh, few years, and they put in 170 million of it to COVID. Newcastle put have, have, have put I think 50 million due to COVID, which is 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 a large amount, but much more reasonable. You're looking over yeah. to, over two years. You've got um, uh, Everton pulling tickets of what 13, 17 million a year. Where, where are you getting 170 million from? In, in losses. I mean, they've got money to. They want to build a stadium for goodness' sake. They spent half a billion in over five, six years on yeah. signings. They've got money. They've got a stadium. What? what, what oh, yeah, no, they, no, they, they want to build a new one. A new stadium. <laughs> but they've already got. A, they've already got a... two stadiums. They want to build a second one. They want two stadiums. It's a crusty crab too. Hello, I like they money. Not well. <laughs> they, are, they are badly run. So I think they'll still be in a relegation battle or near. Do you think near there next season? I don't. I think they, they could be with. There's Frank. so much. Pro- there's so many issues with that club as well as the squad. They aren't. They just because they've su- they've survived this year doesn't mean they're suddenly going to be. Are fine they going to end up year. like Hamburg yeah. in Germany? Possibly. A bunch of near misses and then it finally happens. Yeah, th- just slowly I, coasting downwards. To, to be fair, I think I think they could face a points deduction next season, um, because because of the financial points. things because. There's definitely something fishy going on there. I know the Premier League don't like to push um, FFP because then they'd have to go after Man City and then they like Man City. <laughs> but it, it, there's, there's something fishy going on with, with Everton's finances. There's no way you lose £170 million due to COVID. And plus, like, like you showed all that you know, that wage bill, they, they were the massive outlier as well in terms of oh, the yeah. amount of money spent versus their league finish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they were the worst performing uh, in terms of where, where they should wind up versus where they actually wound up uh, based on their wage bill. Hmm. Um, Brentford overperformed the most. They did, yeah. And speaking of which, would you say that Thomas Frank is manager of the season? Ooh. No, for me... I, or I Eddie think, Howe for his uh, second half performance? I think I would go with Eddie Howe. Um, but mm. I think Thomas Frank is, yeah. is, is up there. Or potentially Graham As Potter. Graham Potter. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, Vieira deserves a nod. I think he deserves a nod. He's done well. Yeah. yeah. I think Jurgen Klopp deserves a nod. No. We don't have unlimited <laughs> nods to give out here. <laughs> I have several nods. <laughs> I think Pep Guardiola deserves a nod. I think uh, Mikel Arteta <laughs> deserves a nod. I think Oligana... So- oh. <laughs> Solskjaer deserves a nod for... Thanks to him, Man United were in the place they were. Um, but yeah, Frank's done well. Uh, Potter's done really well. Um, Eddie Howe, especially. Mm-hmm. That big, I mean, yes, he got a big cash injection, but not all of the players he bought were helpful. And, and I think being rooted to the bottom of the table, mor- mor- uh, morale-wise, that's going to uh, be an impact. And yet, yeah, he had to work with... Mo- most of the players who played throughout the season were Bruce players. He had to work with what he had yeah. already. Mm-hmm. He didn't use all the new signings, and they made a massive difference. He didn't change the entire spine of no. the team. Yeah, he had to work with what he had. And, Actually, yeah. with with Thomas Frank, I mean, you, you look at Brentford's team for much of this season. It was it was largely the same as what they had in the Championship. You know, you, R- Ryan and goal, 
Um, lots of Janssen, Pinnock in defence, same with Rico Henry. Um, I was there up front, like Ivan Tony and Bermo. Um, I mean, like the, the, they had some additions, obviously Ericsson in the second half of the season. But for the most part, the like actual core of that squad was the same team they had in the championship. So, yeah. yeah. I think and th- Ericsson was a very shrewd signing, gave them an injection of just creativity. Like he, he was a, a brilliant signing. Get through. They they were on a massive downward spiral before they signed Ericsson. It was yeah, a re- really really good move, um, and it took Brentford. The what finished? Where did they finish? Uh, just just j- below Palace. Yeah, thirteenth. Really good for a first season. Uh, first season back up since forty seven. <laughs> Not <or> bad. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not bad at all. Yeah. So maybe yeah maybe on that alone with their limited budget and. They actually finished exactly where you said they would, Jack. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Points for me, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so we all know who the real winner is here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me. Mate, well. <laughs> but, yeah, I suppose uh, like Frank, yeah, Frank Potter and Howe have all had really good seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think Howe's done the most impressive I'd job. I'd give a nod to Klopp. I, I definitely think. I definitely think those three. Th- those three, I yeah. think, have... Would would be my picks? Yeah, I think so. What about worst manager of the season? I don't think Rangnick. many people do that. I th- Rangnick. I I, th- I think Rangnick. I know he didn't exactly. I'd say, inherit... I'd say Solskjaer. Well, I R- Rangnick didn't inherit a good situation. Uh, um, that's the con- at, yeah. That's at, key. At, I think at Man United, but he didn't improve it either. If anything, he made it worse. I think. Well, he, I don't think he necessarily made it worse. Well. He, it definitely got worse underneath him, but I think that's not necessarily because of him. I think it's partly because he couldn't didn't have the experience or the skills to manage manage a situation that he had no help, no kind of chance in any way. Because they all, all the players knew he was there for the short term. He has limited managerial experience, practically none at a club that size. The club, the, the squad's rotten, toxic. He even. could argue though. There are so many problems for him to for him to fix, and he's not even capable of fixing them. Yep. So I think he did. He wasn't the right man, but I think it's. I don't think he should have been there. He's, no, I, 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 I agree. I, think he w- and I, th- I don't think it's necessarily his fault. I think he was the wrong person to be in the first place. I, yeah. I think the club also messed up by announcing that he wasn't going to be there. That yeah. he was an interim manager. Like t- that undermined him from mm. the beginning. Yeah, because he's really well known and well respected. Yeah, he's he's a good sporting director and he, he's very good at scouting new young talent. But manager of Manchester United, that's not really something he's experienced at doing. Ult- ultimately, though, I do, I do think Ranić. I would put below uh, uh, Solskjaer because because, no. because of how low they finished. No. Now. Oh, we're not doing. Oh, sorry. I thought I thought we were doing handsomeness rankings. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I just th- I just think I just think he didn't improve the situation, and that's what the manager's job is. That's why you bring in a new manager, even if it's an interim manager. I mean, you look at um, Mike Jackson under under Burnley. You you know he's an interim manager. He brought in. They got a few wins. They almost survived. I think it's a, but it's a situation that Solskjaer kind of created and was unable to develop. The Man United backed him with a lot of money, brought in a lot of talent, and they got worse yeah. under Solskjaer. But I, I, they brought in Ronaldo, Varane and Sancho and got think, worse. Like, worst manager um, among managers that actually stayed the entire season because the, the only other choices I had were the likes of like Hodgson at Watford, where things didn't Bruce. really improve under him. In fact, they got worse. Steve or Bruce, Steve Bruce or Nuno, of course, at Spurs as well. But Nuno. Nuno. Um, yeah. But like in terms um, of managers that stayed there the entire there. season. There, there weren't that many managers. There weren't that, that there the aren't many to go off. Any manager that did that badly will sack. Vieira, yeah. he was <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> you've got, you've got the, 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 the top three teams. Trophy. They kept their manager. Surprise, surprise. They finished in the top three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe you could argue that Chelsea underperformed. It, well, you, yes, maybe. you, you, you absolutely can. And and they did according to their wage bill as well. Like they they, they should have finished. I mean, they lost two finals. They have lost two finals. Champions a year. <laughs> what one was quite funny with with bringing bringing on the keeper? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the penalty specialist proceeds Just, to miss eleven. Yeah, um, uh, this guy has shot over <laughs> the bar. Rogers Rogers was a whole season. Yeah, Rogers, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think true. there's extenuating circumstances with the amount of injuries Injury crisis, that, yeah. that Leicester had, and I think them finishing eight is Hassan Hattel maybe at Southampton. Maybe I'm still looking at him like I'm, I think he's still I mean, living off 
I'm so I still look at him as that promising manager when that he was when he arrived. Yeah, I think so he, he might is, still be living probably doing as well there. as he can do. Yeah. He 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 didn't he didn't lose nine nil this season, so that's improvement. True. And Southampton finished annoying. above where any of us expected them to finish. So could um, we put? Could we? Does say, that say more about <laughs> us? <laughs> you know, in the in the first half of the season, I would have said Bruno Large did really well, but then Wolves kind of yeah. tailed off a bit. Oh yeah, they, I was going to say no. They, we haven't mentioned Wolves. Yeah. They lost. They dropped two places on the last day. Oh God! <laughs> finished tenth. That's careless. Poor, poor Wolves. They have. Yeah, that is pretty bad. They. They they were they would they were playing really well. All I I, I didn't, didn't don't really pay much attention to Wolves during the season because I think they play incredibly boring anti football. Um, personally, the, the the only real game I watched was was the the games versus uh, Leeds for obvious reasons, and they they did lose that. They they got I know that they had a man sent off, but they were two nil up, and they they they're renowned for the defense, and then they lost three two. They, they completely collapsed, and I think they, they did that more as the season went on. Jimenez had a huge slump after coming back from his major his head injury. He just had he was really out of form yeah. for a while, for a long time, and I think I think was it just the last game or the or the, or the second last game that Pedro Neto came back, like instantly scored. They had they've had some key they've had some problems with key players. Um, mm. but well, you know they've been. I think we've been focused on their defense for most of the season. Maybe overestimating. Maybe that's overshadowed their attacking woes. We're all praising well, Jose Jose Sar and stuff, and then Jose Sar. Cody's had a good season. Or they finished even even with the, the pretty bad end where they dropped two places on the final day. Uh, they they did they did still finish. None of us had Wolves in the top half of the table. No, that is that's true. Uh, so that's true. yeah, I yeah I, I didn't expect them to do because they started off the season really well and I think they 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 rode on that um, and it's why they wound up tenth in the end is is that they they had such a strong start. I think a stronger start than perhaps they 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 should have had. Um, as in you know when you average it out. Uh, Without with Jimenez out, their attack was just. Who do they? They don't really have a backup. They have Fabio Silva, who I won't. Oh, we know they paid forty million for him, but he's just he's still not. He's not there yet. He's not there yet. Yeah. Um, Huang. I don't know if Huang is. Us. Haven't watched Wolves play, but I don't think. I don't know if he's a. If you want, if he's like a first name on the team sheet. If he should be one of those, like starting for a, a team with aspirations and stuff. Yeah, I haven't seen enough of him really. Don't know. Podence, Podence is good. I don't know. Um, I think the only teams we haven't mentioned so far are West Ham and Aston Villa. So let's start with West Ham, I guess. Moise. Tailed off near the end, partly because of the Europa League, but they reached the Europa League semi-finals. They they didn't quite make it into into the Europa League this season, which is is a, I think a shame. I think they they played well most of the season. Mm. Um, I mean, you look you, Took some you look big at the scalps at home. Yeah, you look at the final league table, and and it's it's the classical, you know, uh, top six, I suppose, followed by West Ham and Leicester, which I guess and is then what Brighton, they expect, obviously of. Brighton, right. Uh, and then Brighton night. Although yeah. West Ham have rarely got a top seventh finish in their entire history, so yeah. it's actually one of the. It's actually yeah, it is one of their best ever finishes yeah. in the league. Slight drop off towards the end, though, right? I, 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 yeah, I guess possibly because of fatigue due to Europa League, and they didn't yeah, have a massive no. squad. Yeah, and I think he caught up with them in the end. But they... so I think Moyes deserves credit actually as one of the managerial performances of the season. De- definitely promising. They, they they still did well. I uh, I'd be interested to see what they do next year, especially if they get Lingard back. And if Jared Bowen stays. And if and if Bowen stays, yeah. Do you reckon he will? I think Rice um, is staying are... now, isn't he? Yeah, rumors abound, but then rumors of rumors, so yeah. I don't know what to think yet. Yeah. Cuz they they, yeah, think... they 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 could wind up with a gutted squad, but I don't That's true. I don't think they will. They 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 won't let if Rice for example went they would they wouldn't let anyone else go yeah they wouldn't afford yeah so I think West Ham have had a decent season yeah. very good season in fact I think if Rice leaves uh, there they 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 will struggle uh, well yeah they'll need but then again if he leaves yeah Calvin if he leaves it'll be for quite a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not sure Calvin Phillips would go to West Ham 
now because mm-hmm. now now that we haven't been relegated I don't know he yeah why, why, a year why, with Jesse Marsh maybe go, you'll see what it's like why go to a team who isn't in Europe yet like if they get into Europe if they, if well I know European Conference League okay cool sure if they get into the Europa League or the Champions League next season then you know there's, there's more pull you know I think bigger clubs are probably more interested in him eventually anyway so I think Phillips, if he were to move, yes. he could probably hold out for a bigger one later. Aston Villa, pretty poor season. Yeah, I mean, they spent a lot of money after Grealish was sold. It's a bit of an Everton. bit of an Everton, aren't they? They're just a, be- a just like better... They could come in for some... They've flat. got potential, though. There's a, lot of sc- there's a lot of quality in that team. There is a lot yeah. of quality, after the signings they made. I, I don't think Gerrard is all that... Having, having... This is going to be a test for him. It, 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 he's been there since... Before January, right? This is a, he's had one win transfer window. Yeah, he had the transfer window. I, I want to see what he does with the summer. See how much re, much building he, he's already brought in one player. I think yesterday. So I want to see how much rebuilding he does at Villa, and whether he can improve them. Because yeah, they had some good games and some bad games. Yeah, so. but they had good games and bad games under under Dean Smith, and eventually they they sacked Dean Smith from what he had he had like five losses or something in a, on, on the bounce, and mm. again they looked they like did have, it was a poor run of form. Yeah, they looked like they were going close to the the relegation zone. They they hired Gerard. They go up suddenly. Cool. Everyone thinks Manager oh Gerard, Gerard, Gerard's doing great, and he was, and then it sort of fades off, and then at one point again they had the worst form in the league, which is weird. Yeah, because I thought they'd actually done quite well to stem you know the loss of Grealish. You know, we're getting like Coutinho, yeah. Leon Bailey, um, Buendia. But then, yeah. 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 14th is... Considering this, this again, was supposed to be the season they pushed towards Europe. And I know, you know, this changed manager mid-season, but it's... I, yeah. And I don't think Gerard has done, done as well a bit better. As, as, no. as, as people perhaps maybe think he has because they, they, they haven't finished that high. They haven't really improved their league position under him compared to where they were with Dean Smith. Yeah, I think I think he deserves a lot more time, of course. But he hasn't he hasn't set the world on fire really yet. No, no, he hasn't. And it's not like he hasn't had the time. Like he has had a transfer window uh, and a lot of uh, time since then. But obviously, you know, it's it, it's not the same as having a full preseason and, and starting again in 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 the next season. So we'll we'll see more there. Um, but yeah, because like, I, I'm, I, I don't think you know Gerard is like that bad of a manager. I mean, he's obviously still got quite a bit of potential. Because like, I think he's competent. Yeah, because like, um, you know, going on an unbeaten run with a, a team that hadn't won the league in ten years, um, like in any league, that's that's tough. I, I get that it's the Scottish league and everything, but yeah, like to, to do that with Rangers, it was still pretty impressive. Um, mm. So yeah, like just. Intrigued to see what he does in the summer then and see if he can improve. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like Villa probably will improve upon their position because they finished 14th, which is not not great. If if, if they don't improve on the position, then well, I mean, <laughs> that would be a bit serious. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, I'm, not saying yeah. He, I'm not saying he didn't do a good job at Rangers. I didn't, I don't, I didn't follow Rangers. I still don't. But they, are, they did just lose a European final without Gerrard. That they got to without him. They re- I think they reached that final because of the work built up by Gerrard. He... Under well, Gerrard, they did really surprisingly well in the Europa League for the last two years. Got out of the group stage, which for Rangers standards is actually quite good because they are pretty poor. Okay. So he built them up and I think Bronkhurst used that experience and know-how to help push them right to the final. Yeah. So I think they got there on the back of uh, the last work done in the last two and a half years. I'm not disagreeing. and I'm not, I'm not being biased, but I think... I think Van Bron- I think Van Bronckhorst uh, is just the greatest manager of all time. <laughs> I think I think Gerard Gerard aside, Aston Villa have definitely had a poor season um, from where they would have wanted to be. Yeah, they wanted to push on after Grealish, and then they ended up avoiding relegation. I think the, the the lowest position we gave them was me and James, and we both put them in tenth. Oh God, yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> so- Proof that you shouldn't just base predictions off of transfer activity. I suppose. Yeah. No, uh, transfer activity. But, 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 it, but they, they looked like they were pressing up. But then again, they they, they lost Grealish, I suppose, and they didn't. Who they replaced him with? Wendia Ings and. Hey, I forgot about Ings as well. Yeah. But yeah, they all. Leon well. Bailey. I don't know if he actually did. Leon yeah. Bailey. Then Coutinho came in uh, midway through the season. 
But they also they had Watkins as well, so they've got they already had quality there. Yeah, there's a lot of quality there. Uh, just it's, uh, it's funny that me and Jack not utilised yet. Me and Jack in particular had Villa just just above Arsenal. Everyone else, no one else had that. No one else had them that way that way round. But that was quite quite alarming to look at. Now we took a risk. Yeah, we took a risk. I had Arsenal at the highest place. Well, me and James both had Arsenal. James, our, our tables are quite similar, you know. We've <laughs> <laughs> um, had less. Actually, everyone had Chelsea. You had Chelsea. Chelsea win. We were the Chelsea highest. to win. I can't oh, I know. They were, they did oh, God, we good. both did. They did look good. But... They did. Yeah. Was this? I don't know if we did this Damn. before they got Lukaku. Not Ooh, possibly. Don't remember. No, I think after. that would make sense if it was after, because they did look. Yeah, I mean Lukaku was in very, very fine form with Inter Milan, and it sounded like he was hyped to be back at Chelsea. Um, yeah, seemed to be filling their goal problems. <clears throat> yeah, but didn't. Instead, their fullbacks solved their goal problems <laughs> most of the season. Yeah. Until they were injured. And then it was just Mount. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um... That was the season that was. Thank you for listening to this episode of Flies on the Ball. Tune in next week where we will be reviewing Arsenal's season as a whole. 